Hey friends, welcome to Living the KG Life, a pixie dust-filled podcast. On today's episode, we are going to talk about one of my favorite resorts on Disney property, the Boardwalk Villas. So stick around, it's going to be great. So for these resort review episodes, we're going to try to keep most of the episode, like kind of the framework of it, if you will, to be pretty similar so that when you listen to the different episodes, you can kind of compare and contrast the same information resort to resort to make your decision on what resort you think you want to stay at or maybe look into a little bit more or maybe even buy a DVC contract in. So let's keep that in mind as we jump in and talk about the boardwalk. I am so excited to be talking to you today about the boardwalk. So before we jump in, you have probably heard of the boardwalk. And a lot of times when people talk about this particular resort, they just say the boardwalk. <laughs> like myself, I feel like I say that all the time. But one thing to know is that the boardwalk is actually split up into two different sections. There are the boardwalk villas, which is the DVC side. And then there is the boardwalk inn, which is... A resort hotel that's open to anyone is not DVC only. So that's a great kind of like first note, I guess, for the boardwalk is that it's a great deluxe resort that's not DVC only. So let's say you're going on a trip, you have DVC and another part of your group doesn't, you can both still stay at the same resort. Lots of benefits with there being the two sides. I have stayed at the boardwalk on I think three different trips so far and they've all been on the Boardwalk Villas side, so the DVC side. So that's most of where my perspective is going to be coming from, but know that the majority of it is going to be the same. It's really just, again, just kind of like two different sides of the resort and really how you book your reservation. So for DVC, one of the things that I really love about this resort is that it is an incredible location. We'll talk about lots of pros because I have a lot of pros for the boardwalk. But one of the great ones is that the rooms start at like nine, 10 points a night, which is really a great price point for an incredible deluxe resort. One of the things that I love about the boardwalk, hands down, and is probably the biggest pro of the entire resort and I think honestly almost any of the resorts on property is the location and the transportation options at Boardwalk. So for transportation options, you can take the buses to Magic Kingdom, the buses to Animal Kingdom, which pretty standard across the resorts on property. But the additional pieces that you have at the Boardwalk is that you are actually walking distance to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. And take it from me, as someone who, if I'm going to be walking around the parks all day, I don't want to be walking a ton of extra. (laughs) I will take the Skyliner. I will take the bus. I'll take the boat. Try to, like, hang on to my feet as much as possible, especially if it's a run Disney trip, right? So if I know that there's going to be a lot of miles on my feet, a lot of steps on my feet in that trip, I'm not really looking to walk to the parks as well. (laughs) Just being honest here on this podcast. But I will say staying at the boardwalk, it is so great to be able to just walk over to Hollywood Studios or Epcot and not have to worry about lines, not have to worry about feeling squished or really tight. You have a lot of great open air options. The other thing is because you're so close to Epcot and Hollywood Studios, that also means you're close to one of my favorite modes of transportation at Disney World, which is the Skyliner. 
So if you wanted to say, walk over to Epcot, walk over to Hollywood Studios, hop on the Skyliner and go to Riviera to go to Topolino's, you can do that. It really gives you so much flexibility to get around on property. The other option that you have at Boardwalk is you have the boats, which are really nice as well. So you can really go by land, sea, or air (laughs) um, when you're at the Boardwalk, which is really great. So the boats will also take you to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. And then, of course, your final option for transportation is you can always take an Uber or a Lyft or any kind of rideshare app from any of the resorts on property as well. Four amenities at the Boardwalk, very similar to a lot of the other DVC resorts. You have an awesome pool with a great water slide. The Boardwalk actually has had a kind of famous, if you will, water slide for a really long time. It has been rethemed with Mickey and Minnie, and it's an adorable water slide. Really great pool. I've always seen really fun activities. The cast members are really great, and they've always been really, really fun. Also a great poolside bar if you're an adult and are looking for a drink. (laughs) They do have a gym also at Boardwalk. As we talked about at Katani Village, the DVC gyms have really fun names that go with them. And at the Boardwalk, this one is called Muscles and Bustles. So if you like to do a little bit of an extra workout on your vacations, definitely check out the Boardwalk gym. It's a great one. There's also the actual Boardwalk itself. So if you want to go for a nice walk, if you want to go for a run or a jog, Really great areas to do so in and around the boardwalk. They have tennis courts. You can go fishing and things like that, which is pretty cool. And then I think the highlight of the, I don't know if it's necessarily like an amenity of the boardwalk resorts, but I think we kind of put it into that category, is the actual activity that happens at the boardwalk itself. So if you think about kind of like the standard, you close your eyes and picture like what a boardwalk would look like. That's really what you're going to see at the boardwalk at, at Walt Disney World. They have all different kind of like those carnival arcade type games. They have entertainment. It's really just like a, such a fun vibe down at the boardwalk. There's lots of little kiosks for food and drinks. There's lots of restaurants, which we'll get into. So I would put that in that kind of like amenities section because it is something that you can do, you can engage with, interact with, and it's definitely a standout across the other resorts on property because it is specific to the boardwalk. Now, it also is a nice little walk over to the Swan and Dolphin area. So if you are going with someone who is staying at the Swan or the Dolphin, or if you're down there for like a work conference, for example, there's lots of conferences that happen at the Swan and Dolphin. That is also in walking distance to the boardwalk. Now, four room options, and this is going to be specific to the DVC side. You can get a deluxe studio, a one-bedroom villa, a two-bedroom villa, or a three-bedroom grand villa. And all of them have an option of either a standard view, a garden slash pool view, or a boardwalk view. So, You have a lot of different options when it comes to room availability. And again, the points will change per night based on your room size, your room view, the time of year, the day of the week. So you're really going to want to make sure if you're looking to book at the boardwalk, you take a look at those point charts and see what makes the most sense for what you have. Let's talk about one of the pieces that I think the boardwalk also has really over a lot of the other resorts on properties, and that is places to eat at the resort or close to the resort. 
The amount of options that you have if you're staying at the boardwalk is incredible. So I'm just going to read through this list real quick because I wanted to make sure I didn't leave anything out. And there's a few different kind of like, I guess, subcategories of food options that you have there. So there's Flying Fish. There's Big River Grill, which is also a brewery. Delicious beer if you love good craft beer. Trattoria Il Forno, fantastic Italian food. My mom and I ate there. We had an incredible meal there. For quick service, there is the creamery. There's the bakery. There's a pizza window, which you can both either walk up to or mobile order. There's like a another kiosk where you can get like hot dogs and chicken fingers and french fries. All really great. Now, you can either grab food at any of those places and sit out at the boardwalk and eat or something that we actually did a couple times on all of the different trips that we stayed at the boardwalk. Sometimes we would just go down, grab something, and bring it up to the room. Also a really great option, especially after a long park day. Or if, say, you're walking back from Hollywood Studios or Epcot, you can order on the app at some of them, pick it up, and just bring it right up to your room. So kind of get the lay of the land when you get there. Check out where all of the places are for either quick service or sit-down dining and kind of plan out what you want to try out. And then what they also have down at the boardwalk is a couple different places to kind of like hang, more of like a lounge bar kind of vibe. There's Abracadabar, there's Bellevue Lounge, there's Jelly Rolls, and Leaping Horse. Did you know that family travel has the incredible power to shape our children's worldview and create lasting memories? In a world where representation is often lacking, it's essential for our children to see themselves reflected in every aspect of life, including the stories we tell about travel. Introducing the Travel of Legacy podcast, where we're rewriting the script by celebrating the diverse voices of black and brown family travelers. Each episode of Travel of Legacy is a testament to the enriching power and the joy of exploration in black and brown communities. So journey with us and subscribe now. So that gives you plenty of options from like a pool bar to Jelly Rolls. Bellevue Lounge is a great bar inside of the boardwalk. Ebra Bar is another really great kind of like lounge vibe kind of spot. And there are actually enough restaurants and bars on the boardwalk that you can do a boardwalk crawl as well. I know we've talked on the podcast about the monorail crawl. There's also like a little Skyliner crawl that you can do and you can do the boardwalk crawl. So my siblings and I, we always love to do a good crawl wherever we're staying. And sometimes we've done the whole boardwalk. Sometimes we've done it in different pieces. And then you can add in the swan and dolphin bars as well. So if that's your vibe to drink and or snack, another great way to do something maybe different than eating or drinking around the world at Epcot. Which leads me to a really great point about the location (laughs) to Epcot. If you are someone who does enjoy the benefit of a beverage at Epcot, being able to walk home after drinking around the world at Epcot is something that I don't know I can actually properly describe how fantastic it is (laughs) to be able to just walk right home to the boardwalk when you're ready to go. You don't have to wait for the bus. You don't even have to walk to the bus. If you think about it, the time that it would probably take you to walk from the World Showcase to the buses at Epcot It's probably the same as it is to walk back to the boardwalk. So really great option there. If you also like to drink around the world like I do, the boardwalk is 100% my favorite place to stay when I know that's on the docket for the trip. 
I will say I have not been to Jolly Rolls yet, and I have not been to the little dance club that's down there as well. I believe it's called like Atlantic Dance Co., I think is what it's called. But I've heard nothing but fantastic things about both places. So something a little bit fun and different to do while you're down at Disney. And I think that's a huge benefit of the boardwalk. Something that people really enjoy about the boardwalk as well is that the rooms aren't super heavy themed to Disney IP. And even just outside, the whole vibe, it really truly feels just like another vacation somewhere. So you can go to bars, you can go to restaurants, you can go to the pool. There's so much to do that doesn't have to be at a theme park. And we've talked in other episodes about different non-park activities The boardwalk is probably number one for non-park activities in your resort or your resort area. There's so much to do. There's so much fun that can be had both at the resort or really right outside your room at the boardwalk. They also do like on the little quad, they do, you know, the movie Under the Stars and things like that as well. So lots, lots, lots to do at the boardwalk. So let's talk about pros, cons, and would I say there again? And hint, you probably already know the answer to that question. So I would say the pros of this resort, really there's two big ones for me. One, like I said, is location, location, location. I love Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So being able to walk to both of them is huge. Honestly, it's one of the big reasons that If I buy, I say if, like it's not going to happen, likely when I buy more DVC points, Boardwalk is really where I want to buy because I want that 11-month window for the Boardwalk. The location, you cannot beat it. Like I said, you can walk to Epcot, you can walk to Hollywood Studios, which means you can walk home from both as well, but you can hop on the Skyliner if you want. I now try to ride the Skyliner at least once. Even if it's just to kind of like go for a cruise and again, do something a little bit different, it can be just kind of a nice cruise. I also really try to get to Topolino's Terrace at least once on any trip. Being able to just really walk over to Epcot or Hollywood Studios, hop on the Skyliner and then get to Riviera is great. It honestly, it makes it so much easier to get over there for a reservation. That is definitely a pro for me. The other one, like I said, is the options for food. At or around the resort is, I think, the best on property at a resort. You know, the values, you'll have kind of the cafeteria kind of style place. Some of them you'll have a cafeteria style place, maybe one restaurant. You have so many options when you're over at the boardwalk that, you know, if you either couldn't get a dining reservation or you forgot to get a dining reservation or you said, we'll just wing it and we'll see how it goes, there are lots of options to make it easy when you get back to the resort. I can't tell you how many times I ordered pizza from that pizza window. Being able to mobile order on the way back from the parks is awesome. So I really love all the food options that you have. My mom and I had a really great experience at Trattoria Il Forno. Back in December, we had a fantastic meal there. Everything from the bread to the pasta, everything was incredible. Our server was fantastic. Would 100% recommend checking it out there. I've also popped into Big River a couple times. The beer there is great. Server there is always fantastic. So if you like craft beer, definitely check out Big River. Now, cons for this resort, I really had to think about this a lot, (laughs) to be honest, because I really don't have one. I have had such a great experience every time I've stayed at the boardwalk. 
I've had incredible experiences with every cast member that I've interacted with when I've stayed at the boardwalk from the cast members outside coming in, you know, out of an Uber, off of a shuttle, the cast members by the pool, everyone I have interacted with has been top-notch, amazing, great experiences. Everything about it really has been great. The only thing that I can think of that I think is probably a good PSA to put out there for people, especially for those of you who are not, for those of you that are not Run Disney participants or maybe you don't want to be a Run Disney participant, most of the races run the boardwalk. Now, you might be thinking, okay, KG, good to know. Like, why is that important? Because the races start real early. <laughs> like, we leave Epcot between 5 and 5.30. So depending on where the boardwalk is on the route, you might hear wooing, cheering, cowbells, music really loud in the morning. So, and I honestly, I think about this every single race weekend running around the boardwalk. I mean, it's usually dark. <laughs> I'm like, these poor people who booked here at the boardwalk, beach or yacht club, and did not know that Run Disney was this weekend. It's probably like, what the hell is happening outside my room? So I wouldn't really personally say that it's a con, but I would say if you are planning to book at the boardwalk, check and make sure you know when the Run Disney weekends are. Which also, on the flip side, if you are a run Disney person or if you're going on a trip where you're going to be with somebody who's running the races, the boardwalk could be a really great option. The last race weekend that uh, myself, Meeks, and Meg went down for, we actually stayed a couple nights at the boardwalk. The day of the 10-miler, we actually were leaving that morning, so I knew a bunch of friends that were running the 10-miler, so... I just got up early, made sure my bag was packed, hopped onto the boardwalk and started cheering on all the runners. So if that's something that's actually exciting to you, then the boardwalk is a great place to stay because the motivation, the fun, the excitement that you'll see on a Run Disney course, as you've heard probably from the Run Disney episodes, is awesome. So that's something that could be a pro, could be a con, depending on depending on the vibe of your trip. For the last question, would I stay again? 10 out of 10, I would stay again, I will stay again, I hope to buy a DVC contract at the boardwalk. It 100% is, if it is an incredible resort, I highly recommend if you get the chance to stay there, do it, you will love it. And then for our last three parts of the resort review episodes, we are doing the best amenities at the resort, the best meal at the resort, and the best part of your stay. So the best amenities at the resort, honestly, like I said, I think is the actual boardwalk. So outside of the resort, everything from the shops to the restaurants, the bars, the entertainment, there's just so much to do. You can see parts of the fireworks from both Hollywood Studios and Epcot, which is really nice. So one of the nights uh, for our last December trip, my sister and I went and, you know, got a couple drinks and then we actually just kind of hung out of the boardwalk and kind of took in just the nice weather and the vibes here. We could see the, the fireworks. It was really, it was really just like a nice way to wind down at the end of the night. So even if you just want like a nice place to kind of hang out and relax, there's benches all around the boardwalk. That to me, like I said, I don't know if you can really consider it an amenity, quote unquote, but I would, and I would say it's the best one at the resort. Best meal at the boardwalk. And I feel like this is probably gonna be a lot of people probably disagree. I feel like because there are so many great options down there that a lot of people would have different 
favorites in the area, but Trattoria Il Forno was incredible. We had such a great meal there. I would highly recommend if you like Italian food, check it out. It's awesome. And then I would also give kind of like a tied for first or maybe like a 1A is the pizza window. And anyone that's been to Disney with me knows I, especially like a late night slice of pizza is my jam. So just imagine we've been drinking around the world at Epcot. We're walking back. Of course, my first thought is like, I need a piece of pizza. (laughs) And the pizza window is the perfect option. So, and even if you don't drink. I just love to eat pizza at any time of day. So being able to just hop down and grab a slice, and now the slices at the pizza window at the boardwalk are not tiny slices. (laughs) They are huge slices of pizza. So if you want it for a snack, if you want it for dinner, it'll do the trick. So definitely Trattoria El Forno and the pizza window. And the best part of the stay, I have a couple answers for for this one too. I feel like there's part of me that like, Really loves the Boardwalk DVC because it was also the first time I stayed at a DVC resort was at the Boardwalk. So I feel like it has kind of like this nostalgia feeling too of like, oh, DVC, okay, I'm sold. And part of that is that the one bedrooms have a full kitchen. It has the bedroom and it just feels a little bit more cozy and a little bit more homey. And walking in and, you know, whether it was after a long park day or when you're getting ready for the park day, especially if you have a group of you, it is just so nice to have a little bit more space. So I would say that is another big piece and really a big selling point for me with DVC. And my brother, sister, and I have talked about this a lot, is once you go to Disney and stay at a DVC resort and you have the one bedroom, you have the full kitchen, it's hard to go back from that. Because it just, like I said, it just feels a little bit more like home and you just have so much more space. So for my sister who has two adults and three kids in one room, it gives you a little bit more, just like breathing room, you know, and makes it a little bit more comfortable. Same thing with if you want to cook in your room, right? If you want to Instacart and you get food delivered and pack some lunches or make breakfast and and find some great ways to save money, the DVC one bedroom with the full kitchen is huge. And again, the flexibility is, I think, like the true best part of the stay for me. So whether it's finding something to do at the boardwalk, whether it's being able to walk to Epcot, walk to Hollywood Studios, hop on the Skyliner, there it just feels like a very, even though it's not like a central location, it almost feels like it because it's so easy to get everywhere. That to me is the best part of the stay is that for every part of your vacation, you feel like you're on vacation. If you don't want to go to the parks, you can still feel like you're having a great time on your vacation. Whether you want a slice of pizza from the window or you want a nice sit-down restaurant, it has everything so close, easily accessible, or again, has the flexibility to go a little bit further out from your resort and do whatever it is that you want to do. So for me, 10 out of 10, the Boardwalk Villas is one of my favorite resorts. I will try to stay there as often as I possibly can, whether it's for a race weekend or not. And I would encourage all of you, if you get the chance to stay at the boardwalk, do it. And if you don't stay at the boardwalk, go check it out. You can still, again, walk from Hollywood Studios or Epcot. You could take a bus from Magic Kingdom over to the boardwalk and just kind of cruise around. Check it out. Experience it. It is super fun. 
Maybe you can win some prizes at some of the games. You could see some great entertainment, eat some great food, and have a great time overall. And that's my scoop on the Boardwalk Villas. I hope you enjoy these resort review episodes. Our goal is to eventually review all of the different resorts on Disney property. So if there's one specific that you're looking for or you want a little bit more information about, send us a DM, let us know. After each trip, hopefully we'll be recording a bunch of these resort reviews, especially if we're doing a split stay or like the one that we just did in March and April where it was a three-way split stay. We have three different resorts to talk about. So lots more resort review episodes to come. So make sure you've subscribed on your favorite podcast streaming platform. We drop new episodes every Monday and follow us on Instagram at livingthekglife. That's where you'll see really all the fun and the magic throughout the entire week. So stick around. It's going to be great. <laughs>